Welcome back to Social Media School with Sonia Kilji. I have been blessed in the first two weeks of my podcast to be interviewing two people um, that I I really admire and have been following for a long time. So one was Pat Flynn this week, which, uh, you know, that interview blew my mind. And today is someone I have been following for probably over a year, maybe two years at this point. Um, His TikTok content absolutely blows me away. So we're going to be talking a lot about TikTok today, a platform which I am still such a beginner at admittedly so. So Mm -hmm. before I bring him out, I just want to remind everyone to please show some love to Social Media School with Sonia Kilji. We are a podcast in a free social media, a free Facebook group. Um, So please join us on Facebook to do a QA and a after each and every episode, connect with our guests, and also to get social media tips daily. That's spelled S-A-N-I-A-K-H-I-L-J-E-E. Now, as for our guest today, this is Ali Mirza. He is the founder of iSocialU, which is a social media agency based out of Dallas, Texas. And he has a number of other online ventures, including courses and other things. So, Ali, welcome so much. Welcome to Social Media School. Hey, thanks for having me. Super excited to to be talking to you. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Let's so go. it's funny. One of my other guests, um, I, I, Rina, actually from this week, she was mm-hmm. she messaged me today. She's like, "Hey, by the way, I just had the best interview ever last night with this guy named Ali. You should interview <laughs> him." And I was like, "All right, I'm one step ahead. It's happening tonight." And she's like, "Well, it's a small world out there." <laughs> yeah. So we. Uh... She, I think she has a Facebook group and we did a LinkedIn live. It was all focused on LinkedIn and building your personal brand uh, yesterday, actually last night. So it was really uh, fun. And she, she messaged me too after the call and she's like, hey, do you know Sonia? And uh, I kind of asked her to kind of uh, interview you. And I'm like, yeah, we're talking <laughs> tomorrow. Such a small world. And you know what? <laughs> we talked just right before this, uh, before this episode about how like saturated the social media space is. But really, when you dive in, there's, the, it's not that big of a pool, actually, of people who do this mm-hmm. for some time, you know? Like, you've got people who come in and out, like, explore the space. But, you know, we've been, mm-hmm. I guess, following each other for a couple years at this point. I'm, I've been consuming your content for a couple years. And you are one of the few people I feel that is actually doing a phenomenal job, not just on one platform, but all across. I don't think mm-hmm. that you that you truly have a pretty solid following across, you know, YouTube, LinkedIn, you know, Instagram, Facebook, just uh, TikTok, you know, especially. So mm-hmm. I, that is impressive to me. And number two, that you talk a lot about like mm-hmm. actual tactics that have helped you versus just like the motivational aspect of it or just upselling people all the time. And so I really appreciated that. Yeah. You know, uh, first, thank you. And, um, I think like we were talking, it's to me, honestly, like if you are consistency is like the number one thing, and especially like online, because it's there, there's a lot of noise. There are a lot of people, you know, trying to do the same thing or trying to, um, you know, kind of create content. So if you want to stand out, you have to whatever tactic, whatever channel you pick, you have to stay consistent. And honestly, like if you look at my content, like from three years ago, the, obviously, the things have changed now because there are new platforms, there are new things I'm doing, but consistency, the way I'm like putting out content, 
maybe even like number of times of putting out content is still the same. Absolutely. And so it's that, showing. Like that's it shows like, because your followers are dedicated. They're going across platforms. And one thing I didn't actually check out before before getting on, on this call with you is did you do you um make an active effort to post different content across all of your platforms or do you repurpose most of the same content? and just kind of reformat for each of the platforms? <clears throat> so mix of both. So what I do, obviously there, there's so many um, sort of uh, platforms. There's, um, you know, LinkedIn and TikTok. Recently, like as of right now, what I've been doing is so I create original content on YouTube and TikTok. And then my YouTube content gets repurposed to IGTV on Instagram. And then my TikTok contents get repurposed to uh, Facebook and LinkedIn. So that's the kind of the strategy right now. But if you talk to me two months from now, three months from now, it may look something very different. similar. I mean, there will be content. There will be consistency. Yeah. I have been repurposing my TikTok content for Instagram. And I've been repurposing mm -hmm. my LinkedIn content for Facebook with Facebook. Um, mm -hmm. And then my Facebook group gets like its own, own, you know, unique uh, effort. I haven't really got into YouTube too much yet, only because video mm -hmm. editing is a pain in the ass. Like I can do the 60 seconds, right? But like, my God, yeah. like, you know, once you get a little bit more than that, I'm like, oh, this is hard. <laughs> so yeah, and you know, my, the, the number one thing I like to do is do what's easy and natural for me so I can stay consistent and it will be hard for me exactly. to quit. So the reason, the reason I don't do podcasts, the reason I don't do Cora, the reason I don't do like a lot of other sort of like uh, platforms, because right now they're not like sort of like natural fit for me. Obviously I want to create content because I want to build my brand. I want to educate people, but I try to kind of like stay in my lane as far as what can I do better than other people? What I, can I do like naturally and what's easy And what's me. good is TikTok really so, supports YouTube. And I think TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram are super compatible. So that is, and then, I mean, LinkedIn's all about video right now too. So I feel like all of your efforts are very compatible right now. And as far as the content I've consumed of yours, Ali, you tend to be very, um, like, how-to oriented. Like, you actually are breaking things down for people. And I think I just saw a video just the other day talking about how you shouldn't use YouTube just to rack up views, you use it more like a search engine, which I feel like you're definitely doing. Yeah, yeah, because that's what people sort of miss out because YouTube, it's it's the second biggest search engine. It's owned by the first biggest, which is Google, right? So it's very sort of powerful. What people, a lot of people do, especially in the early days, they go to YouTube and they start creating like vlogs. But if you kind of like step back, people don't go to YouTube and they don't even um, and look up, especially if you if you are like a newbie and a new brand, they're not looking up your names or your brands. What they go to YouTube for is they have a specific problem and they are looking for a solution. So, for example, how to record a podcast using Anchor, how to you know record your call on Zoom or Skype. So they are looking for they're using those keywords. So if you want to create, especially in the beginning, once you have an audience, you can obviously experiment with different things, different like content uh, formats. But in the beginning, if you want to grow, you have to kind of create content based on what people are looking for. or searching Exactly. For. And I think I've seen some of your videos, especially where you 
um, are looking at what keywords people are searching and you create content around that. Um, is that still what you're mm -hmm. doing like currently as well? Absolutely. Because my, out of all the channels, my YouTube, um, good and bad reason, I kind of neglected YouTube for a long time. I took it, it became my like number two on my list. I would say the uh, mid of last year, 2019. Um, but yeah, for now, what I'm doing right now, a lot of like how-to content and based on, I try to go and search for, hey, what people are searching for, what's kind of like, uh, what problems can I solve? And also at the same time, I try to create content based, because I run an agency. So I work with different clients. So obviously those clients have questions, those clients have challenges, and we're doing different things, their Facebook ads or their Instagram strategies or Instagram ads. What I try to do is the things that we're doing for clients, like document those things into like video content. Oh, that's phenomenal. I'm going to have to definitely check out your mm -hmm. YouTube videos. Like you said, you know, what's not natural. I don't spend a lot of time on YouTube, actually, like very little time. Um, so, yeah. but that, that kind of, again, I've been consuming your micro content, your micro versions of that on TikTok. And that is one of the things I'm the most excited to talk to you about today because very mm -hmm. few um, social media marketers are killing it in that space right now. Uh, you've got a lot of mm -hmm. like, just like Instagrammers, dancers, lip singers, musicians that are really doing phenomenal on there, but very few social media mm -hmm. marketers have figured it out. And it's kind of obvious because you'll go through like platforms, you'll see that social media marketers have like created an account. They posted like one or two videos or none, and they just like kind of gave up. And so, <laughs> yeah. You, however, are killing it. So let's talk to me about kind of your first impressions of the platform and how you feel about it now. Yes. So, you know, when um, you're exactly right, a lot of people join TikTok. And um, one mistake that I made in the beginning and I'm seeing a lot of people make is they, they just repurpose content from their Instagram. And you know how like Instagram has all these like viral pages or meme pages or um, kind of like a you know, collection of like viral video pages. And that kind of concept worked and probably still works to some extent on Instagram, but a lot of like internet marketers try to copy the same strategy on TikTok and it did not work. Um, to me, like TikTok is a really interesting sort of platform. They, 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 yeah, they do have a lot of like younger audience, but it's aging up because that's, and the same thing happened on Instagram. Instagram was just for college kids, but then it, it, it aged up. Facebook was also for just for college kids and then it aged up. So TikTok is really, you know, it's not just for, um, you know, teens, even though when you go there and when you open the app. So my kind of like first sort of impression when I heard about TikTok from, from people in my sort of like circle, uh, I was like, let me go check it out. My first impression was, oh, this is like dances and then music. And obviously I, that's not like my zone of genius. I can't, like, I can't do it. But then I was like, can I, but also there's been talk of this platform is new and there's a lot of organic reads. So then my question to me was, what can I do? And obviously I kind of come from uh, content creation and education because I, I believe teaching is the new marketing. If you want to build your brand, you have to like teach and educate people. So I started kind of first, my first sort of attempt was, let me repurpose some of my Instagram content on TikTok, which failed. And then I was like, okay, let me create some original content on TikTok. And then I did kind of, experiments over time with different hashtags with different like strategies sometimes longer videos 60 seconds sometimes 15 second videos but like eventually i think i kind of like figured out a way for me to one you know keep creating content in a way that i enjoy it and two 
also like, uh, you know, have some sort of sustainable growth on the platform. But my kind of, uh, you know, impression to answer your question, number one, it's not just for kids. Number two, you do not have to just sing and dance or do like silly things on TikTok. Even though when you log into the app and the first thing, the first like 100 videos you're going to see are like silly dances. You don't have to do it. And, you know, funny, I'll... um. So if you look at my account, my account is all like, you know, 90%, 99% like education, marketing. I don't have, I don't use any sort of like trends or like any sort of thing that I try to like uh, copy you, uh, mimic from like other famous uh, TikTokers. Um, a friend of mine, I have an office space at a uh, co-working space in Dallas. So this guy is uh, seven, almost 70. He's, um, he's done like stock trading and investing for like last 30, 40 years. And he saw me making these, you know, TikTok videos and he asked me, hey, what are you doing? What, what is this? And I was like, this is a new platform, TikTok, and it's really new. And when I post a video on TikTok, I get a lot of views when I post the same video on Instagram. I don't get a lot of views because there's more organic reach. Uh, and then his question was, can I use it? I was like, why not? And um, he started using the uh, TikTok platform. He started creating educational videos kind of, you know, copying or not copying, but learning from getting inspiration from my sort of strategy. But his his content or his TikToks were mostly teaching or educating people about different investing strategies. Fast forward, it took him about a month and a half. He built, I think he's close to 10,000 followers, not a lot of followers, but he has one of the highest engaged account that I have seen. Wow outside of like yeah and uh, i'll give you like his account name too but the crazy thing is if you read his comments people are taking so much time to ask him questions about like tesla stock and why did you buy at 700 and why not at 800 i mean i could looking by looking at his uh comments i can tell um that his community his audience is number one very engaged and he's also getting attracting the right type of people and then based on his audience he launched a brand new business wow so the reason i'm sharing that story is to again you know going back to it's not just for teens even though you know a lot of that's a kind of like a misconception still a lot of, a lot of people think if i can kind of like you know build my audience and even though, okay, so you can say, hey, Ali, so you're, you're like internet marketer and you're supposed to kind of like, you know, be able to figure out these platforms. You should go look out, you know, a guy like him and his, his um, account, we should actually link it up. It's JK Malone. So J Jim Malone is his name. And now he does like a daily um, live show um, on TikTok. And he talks to people about like different investments and different like investing strategies, which is like a really good thing right now. Um, but you know, if he's able to, a guy who's like 70 plus, and he's able to attract an audience of, uh, you know, people who are not just into like silly dances or pranks or, or memes, um, he's kind of building his audience. I mean, that tells you how, you know, the platform is growing pretty fast. First off, I'm so freaking inspired by that story. I'm not going to lie. I am frustrated with the platform so I'm going to talk mm -hmm. to you kind of maybe like a total newbie like a um what's the right word like almost like from a student perspective because I think a lot of people mm -hmm. are in my position right now and so me mm -hmm. kind of telling you just like how I feel about the platform I think if you can counter some of that with your experience that would be really beneficial because I know a lot of people are where I'm at which is 
and gotten on the platform. I made a couple mistakes mm-hmm. early on trying to follow the trends, follow the hashtags. And it's like, hold up, I got to stay in my lane. Okay, so mm-hmm. cutting the mm-hmm. fluff out, I'm not going to try to be someone I'm not, I'm not going to try to be funny, I'm not going to try to be like entertaining. I'm going to try to just go mm-hmm. into providing value. So I've kind of mm-hmm. figured out that mistake already. Number two, I'm mm-hmm. dabbling. So one of the other mistakes I've made is lack of consistency. Like once a week is not going to cut it on TikTok. Um, it really, truly mm-hmm. and honestly, I feel has to be a daily thing, which I'm going to be changing up. Um, so that is another mistake I've made. And three, where I'm at right now, I guess, is that I haven't found my people on the platform yet. Mm-hmm. Right now, my educational content is not exciting for these like little ones that are just looking for entertainment, you know? And I know this because mm-hmm. I've got like, you know, family members and stuff on the platform. And I'm like, hey, what do you think of the video? And they're like, ugh, boring, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. well, it's clearly not hitting the mark for a very huge demographic. So Ali, how would you advise me to start to find my people on the platform? So yeah, a couple of things when um, you know I'm talking to like uh, people who are just starting on the uh, on the platform. So what I uh, suggest is so once you kind of like create an account or on TikTok, first you just wanna so let's say your your niche is social media or digital marketing, but whatever your you know your niche is, I would go to search those those like just put your hashtag. And search for like uh, you know what type of content is already out there, and just like consume, and just watch you know what are people doing right now because you'll see some people just randomly using those hashtags. You'll like some you know people doing like you know funny dances on those hashtags. You'll see some people creating like long videos. Some people doing tutorial, like all kinds of stuff. So you wanna what you wanna really like pay attention to is like what sort of work in your niche because if it's a fitness niche you'll see like different type of content working. If it's a you know, business or a social media niche, then you'll find like a different type of uh, you know, content that's, that's working. So that's the first thing you wanna kind of pay attention to. And also you wanna, the, the mistake that a lot of people um, make, and actually I did make too on TikTok, you wanna um, kind of talk about as much as possible, especially in the beginning, one thing. So I'll give you an example. So one of my TikTok clients, um, consulting clients, so his business is, um, they, he's creating a, uh, a startup and it's going to be about fake news. So they're going to help people um, kind of find out what's fake and what's not online, right? So he started doing TikTok and his videos were, he created five videos and they were like really, they were doing decent, decent amount of views. And then he did one video about him traveling because of all this uh, coronavirus. He had to travel from Dallas to Detroit to get his kids back. So he did one video, which was about travel, uh, just to kind of say, hey, TikTok, I'm going to Detroit to pick up my kids, be safe, blah, blah, blah. And then the next week he started, he went back to his videos about um, like fake news. So what happened because of that one video, his numbers went to like almost zero. And the reason that happened because TikTok did, did in in the beginning you have to kind of like train TikTok about oh like hey, what is your content about? I have done that. So if you, I have made that mistake. So, so don't because you don't see people posting about hey here's a social media tip and then they're posting about something about their kids and then they're talking about the food and what happens is then basically the way TikTok's AI works, they once you kind of put a video out. 
based on what's in the video, what's your caption and what's your hashtag, they try to kind of like find the right people for your video. And if I have done videos on like, uh, you know, certain thing, and like my, my next video is, it's to totally different, then the algorithm is confused. So that's the first sort of thing that I learned about TikTok, that once you start creating content, so our first step was you kind of pay attention to what's working, you take notes. Our second step was, you know, when you start creating content, try to stay in like, talk about one thing as much as possible and go as far as, you know, um, I've seen some people, because obviously the makeup niche is beauty and it is huge, right? So there are people who just talk about not just makeup, but they talk about makeup removal. That's like an inside beauty and inside makeup. That's a very, very specific niche. And they're able to build like, you know, 100,000, 200,000 followers. And if you look at their accounts, they're only talking about that one thing. Mm -hmm. My sister's in so, the beauty niche. Um, mm -hmm. And it's funny because people say we look alike, but I could never... <laughs> ever compete in that niche <laughs> i'm just saying um but she's she's doing well i mean her one of her videos just uh, crossed the twenty thousand view mark and that niche is very very engaged but i i feel like i can't make any excuses because the last i read statistics wise there's over 22 23,000 social media marketers on tiktok currently and that number is probably grown since the last i read that statistic so our people are out there yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's the uh, uh, once you kind of like you pick your, hey, what type of content I, I want to create, then stay with that consistently for a couple of weeks. Because what you will see is in the beginning, you're training TikTok algorithm. Hey, this is my content. Find me my people. And if you kind of mix up your content, then the algorithm will get confused. So and the other kind of mistake or tip that I, especially in the beginning, don't and it's kind of it comes from Instagram to do not use big hashtags. So try to use very, very specific and small like hashtags. So like even in now, like my account is bigger. So I, I, I experiment with like really crazy big hashtags. Um, but if you're like, uh, if someone has like less than 10,000, 20,000 followers, I tell them try to use something that's between 100,000 to like 500,000 people. Okay. The awesome. funny thing is, the funny thing is, and here, and you know, the way you find that out is when you go to TikTok and in the, the search box, put hashtag social media, it's going to say hashtag social media, 5.3 billion kind of usage, and then hashtag social media manager, 237,000. So hashtag social media manager is going to be a good hashtag for, for a newbie. Um, but here's the funny thing. Right now, when you use hashtags on TikTok, hashtags do not bring you traffic. So... The, the reason, and I'll tell you why, um, if you go to, like, if you've been creating content consistently, you can actually go to your TikTok analytics and then go to, I believe, under following section. So you'll see your traffic sources. So most of the traffic is going to come from the For You page or kind of like Explore page. And so right now, people are, as consumers, as users, we're not using hash, uh, hashtags to discover content on TikTok. That's why even though we use hashtag and it's important to use hashtags, hashtags are not going to bring us traffic. But here's kind of interesting thing that happens when we do use hashtag and specific and niche hashtags, it helps TikTok know what our content is about. That's phenomenal so, advice. Like, I think you just dropped solid gold 
And I feel like I need to pay you for this podcast, Ali. (laughs) It's too good. I thank you for your kindness and being able to share some of this. And that's kind of one thing that I noticed too, that it's not really the um, hashtags that are assisting, but it does help you find like, so I connected with people that I found on the social media hashtag. And I think creators are still connecting and finding each other a little bit in the Mm -hmm. beginning through those hashtags, but more so in Bugged and Beyond um, is definitely for that For You page. So what are some tips to get on that page? Because I'm seeing a lot of um, misadvice on that, like people Mm -hmm. uh, tagging for you or FYP and then leaving that in comments on each other's pages. And I'm like, I don't think that's going to work. Yeah, and actually that's really... kind of experimented with everything that's how i kind of made these observations that using the for you page or fyp that does not help um because you know again there's if you use the hashtag fyp for you page there's probably like 30 billion like users already and that's, that's so much noise um and it's interesting because everything once you post content the way kind of like tiktok algorithm works from uh, and obviously you know people have different opinions and no one actually kind of like knows because that's only like TikToks, like developers, right? So we can make assumptions, educated guesses or observations. Um, but it when you post something on TikTok, they do in the beginning based on what's in your content, the words that you're saying, and they also your captions because by caption, by writing caption, you can tell TikTok that a lot of times when I, I'm talking about Facebook ads, I might say, hey, have you seen this Facebook ad tip for your business? Because I'm telling TikTok, hey, this piece of content is about business. It's about Facebook. It's about Facebook ads by using like those words. Wait, so, so it picks up on your actual, like the words that you're using, like audio. It's not just like what you're typing in. Both. That's awesome. I didn't realize that that was happening. So it, it picks up on both. And almost every, when you post, what TikTok does is based on because they, they kind of in the beginning when you have a small audience they just guess okay your content we think your content is for these people so they show it to like a small number of people and there's a lot of theory out there that there's a, there are different phases of tiktok so the first phase is for two hours after posting they show it to like a small group of people and then based on you know what your retention rate is how many people watch your video multiple times um, then they kind of know if this is a good piece of content or if it's not. And then after the phase one is over, the two hours, then the next phase is like four hours. Then they show it to like more people. And then the next phase is like eight hours. And then they show it to like a bigger pool of people. So that's how like, you know, content ends up on the, the For You page. So to kind of the, the question that you, um, you you asked, like, how do you get on the For You page? So first thing I would say, don't use the, the, the hashtag FYP For You page. There's no like a proven sort of, um, um, that does not kind of, I've never seen that work. But what you do want to make sure is see the, the the initial people that they show your content to, it's very, very specific. So go, if you're talking about social media, go like deep inside and talk about maybe like Facebook ads or maybe like Instagram, anyone specific, Instagram IGTV or Instagram stories or Instagram hashtags. So go like one level deep inside whatever kind of like you, the niche or the topic that you picked. Um, and then what the things that I've seen, some of the things, my observation, in the beginning, the short video, the better. The reason is because if you have, if you have a short video, people will have, um, you'll have a higher like watch time. 
if you have a 60 second videos and people only watch like eight seconds or like 10 seconds, then your total like watch time or average retention is like, looks really bad, right? And the algorithm is gonna think, oh, this is not a good piece of content. But if you have a 15 second video and people watch like eight seconds or 11 seconds, um, then you then you have a really high ten, uh, retention rate or like watch time. And the way I kind of like in the beginning, I was creating both, you know, 15 seconds or 60 seconds. But then I looked at my data and I realized almost every, doesn't matter how long my video is, but on average people watch like 10 seconds and 11 seconds. And then after that, they tune out. <laughs> yeah. So then I, after that, I kind of like started practicing and I started making my content like super, like, you know, punchy and like short, you know, to the point. 15 seconds. Right now, I think uh, my observation is between educational content, you want to keep it between like 11 to 15 seconds. I've noticed that too. So like my 15 second videos have crossed like a thousand views, whereas Mm -hmm. like my longer videos like tap out at like a couple hundred. So and again, that's just as a new user in the platform. So that is one thing that I can attest to early on as well. Yeah. And a um, couple of other things I'll uh, kind of, you know, just crazy because you just reminded me of something. Um, I don't remember if I did it on purpose or not, but there was a probably did not because I, I was trying to I did a video and uh, I said, uh, hey, guys, in this video, so we're going to talk about three tips for Instagram. Here's tip number one. Here's tip number two. And I didn't have time. So I said, OK, for tip number three, send me a message. So at the time, that video for me, it kind of like went viral. Because everyone, people who were watching the video, they would kind of start sending me a message. Hey, what's the tip number three? So if you oh, kind of like amazing. use, yeah, use things like, and a lot of people kind of on purpose, hey, they'll say, hey guys, this, so this video is going to be three things, but they'll share two. Or this video is going to be, you know, seven things, but they'll just only talk about five. So they like leave something like an open loop for people to, to like talk about. I've so, also seen like watch part two to see how the story ends or something like that. Um, yep. And that has, I think, performed very well too, because people follow you because they want to um, figure out kind of how the story ended. I, I think storytelling is really working on the platform as well. It is. It is. Absolutely. So yeah, absolutely. I think going back to your question for newbies, absolutely. First, when you join, spend some time looking at consuming content and see what's working in your niche and just take notes. And then number two, when you start creating content, create in the beginning short content. Don't use hashtags that are too big, very specific hashtags. And if possible, try to create like short videos. And then once you have some, um, you know, 10, 15 pieces of content, then start looking at your analytics because all the answers you need is going to be in the, the data that you have in analytics because you can see what time most of your fans or followers are online. And then if you post and you're at that time, you're going to have more engagement. So Ali, a lot of my, um, a lot of my students are um, obviously just like social media marketers, right? Like for digital, digital marketers for our entrepreneurs. And so Mm -hmm. can you give some, you know, basically the same niche as us. So what Mm -hmm. are some insights from your experience then on times that have worked well for you to post and how often you're posting? So I've always uh, done I think between one and two on average. So um, in the beginning, I didn't know anything. So I was doing before I was, you know, kind of working on my clients in the morning and then after I was done in the evening. So that was kind of like my my frequency or my schedule. Uh, but then when I started looking at my data after a while, I saw I had peak times at like 12. Um, actually, you know, before that I had peak time at 8 a.m. 
and then 5 p.m. So I started posting at like 7.30 and then 4.30. So there's like 30 minutes before my peak time. Um, and then recently maybe, and then my theory was, the reason I'm seeing those peak time is um, because I'm in the United States. And here's another thing. When you post on TikTok, the way kind of like TikTok algorithm works, it's going to, based on your sim, you're going to attract the, so if you're posting from like Houston or Dallas, we're going to start attracting people who are primarily from the United States. If you post in uh, from, let's say, Brazil or like India, you're going to start getting people from there. I guess they're, the, the, the reason behind this is they're able to, based on your, because you're creating accounts from your different fonts. So based on your phone, based on your same number, especially if you use your phone number, they know where you're from and they try to show your content to based on the geo, based on the location. Um, but yeah, in the in the beginning, I didn't know, so I was posting twice. Then when I started looking at the data, I saw two peak times, so I started posting, you know, twice. Now my peak times are like twelve, and like uh, eight. So I post at twelve and eight. Um, you can definitely, I've seen po people, and the reason I post just twice a day is because that's uh, that's what kind of easy for me. I have seen people post, you know, five times a day and four times a day, uh, and I mean, to me, I'm, I'm, if that works, it's good. The thing I do pay attention to is once I post a piece of content, I want to give it at least um, eight hours before I post another piece of content. And the reason for that is just a few minutes ago, we were talking about different phases. So there's a phase one where they show it to people for two hours and then another four hours and another you know, little bit. So in, in eight hours, usually you, you can tell if your video is going to have kind of like quote unquote go viral or not. So that's why personally I like to give like have a time gap of eight hours uh, between like when I you know create different uh, content pieces. But um, I personally do twice a day. Uh, I'm not against you know doing three or four times. Do as much as you can, but obviously you know keeping the quality of the content that you want. So I have a very specific question for you then. Mm -hmm. um, I guess since we're training the algorithm, right? The mm -hmm. type of people that support your content is going to be very critical too. For example, right now I've got a lot of family and friends that are not social media marketers, but they see my video and they want to show them love because they're very supportive. Mm -hmm. But I'm thinking like if they're in the beauty niche or niche or like the dance niche or, um, you know, the comedy niche and they're liking my post, it's going to confuse the algorithm more than help. Interesting point. So... Kind of quick story, you know how, um, not back, even now, there, there, there's a concept of engagement pods um, for, for it's mainly like for Instagram. Um, people still use them and depending on how you use them, they can be effective or not. Um, we, in the, when I started on TikTok, um, I think I started in like uh, September. In October, we did test a bunch of like influencers sort of quote unquote, uh, we got together and we're like, okay, what if we had kind of created a a pod or a group of like 10 people and we just, when you post, and we just kind of like consumed your video and liked and commented. That did absolutely nothing on TikTok. So my kind of like, or all of us kind of came to the conclusion was the way TikTok's algorithm works is even if you're getting people, you know, initial engagement from, let's say your own followers, or people who are like your friends and family or people even like from an engagement group, it doesn't really matter because what TikTok is, the way it works is 
they take a piece of content and they show it to, they will obviously want to show it to more people and they want to increase people's retention on the app. So they're trying to get the right content or the good content to as many people as possible. So they're still going to, the algorithm is still going to, based on their content, show it to a small pool of people. And then based on their data, is it worth showing it to more people? If the answer is yes, they'll do it. If the answer is, if it performs well, they're going to show it to more people and then more people. So to, right. to me, That's what I found too. yeah, when I kind of like tested it with a small group of, you know, uh, sort of influencer friends, it did absolutely nothing for us. And my, again, you know, I was like, you know, you can if you have friends and to, to this day too, people do send me questions and hey, should we use engagement pods? And my answer usually is like my, from my observation, it doesn't help. Um, but if you're kind of like, you know, hey, let's create collaboration on different pieces of content and do create content together. Maybe you want to do it from that standpoint. But to me, that doesn't really like, uh, you know, do anything on, on TikTok. It just, the whole thing is if your content is the audience that you created content for, if that initial pool of people that TikTok picks to show your content to, if it performs well with those people, then it's going to go and reach more people. Otherwise it's not. So Ali, now that you're like a bigger TikToker, are you doing collabs with other TikTokers? Like, you know, on Instagram, for example, shout outs for shout outs, or mm -hmm. you tag them in a post or you reshare one of their posts, right? What are ways that you can collaborate other than like, you know, there's a duet feature, right? Um, mm -hmm. uh, on TikTok, but what are ways, are you collaborating with other people yet or not, not quite? <clears throat> so personally, I'm not. So um, I might do like a, because I, so here's another thing I have. So uh, my personal brand, Ali Mirza 2K, that's my account, but I do have other TikTok accounts too in like other other niches and then some clients that I kind of manage too. Um, for my personal account, I don't do the collab because my sort of, again, you know, the goal really is, it goes back to the, my content strategy and my goal. My goal is was not really to, let's just get as many followers as possible. My goal was really to, let's just kind of create a personal brand so people get to know me in the way that I want to create content, right? So I kind of like stay in my, even though there, there, there are times when I know a piece of content is not going to do well, and but I still like put it out because I, want, I feel like talking about that, that content. Um, so personally, I don't do any like a collabs, but the, the way kind of like, you know, the brand deals and the shout outs and uh, sponsored posts, the same kind of concepts and same thing that, is working on Insta, uh, TikTok as well. There are platforms like, I'm, I'm kind of, I think it's called Timebucks. So it's it's a platform where you can go and pay people to do it you on TikTok and vice versa. You can also do it people to get paid. So that's kind of like how the, kinda, the Instagram world works too, that you, you know, once you have a decent followers, you can monetize it by using that tactic, that, that one tactic. And they're like multiple. That's cool. I didn't realize that was out there yet. I mean, I, I, I didn't realize that platform was out there. I know people were doing it uh, uh, for paid transactions and sponsored transactions, but I didn't realize there was a platforms to facilitate that yet. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, timebucks.com is one. There have been multiple, and I, I did get um, a couple of emails from people about these platforms and, hey, do you want to kind of join us and uh, get on the platform, get early access? I did not, again, you know, going back to, because my, my goal, my strategy was a little different. Because um, right. the way, the way I'm, I'm... respectful of that. 
Yeah, the I way. think that, again, one thing I'm hearing from you a lot is that you stay in your lane, you know what your end goal is, you know what you like, and you stay very true to that. Yeah, yeah, because I'm not, the, the thing is, my I'm not monetizing right now. I'm not creating content on TikTok and just kind of doing brand deals and stuff. Like, my play is I have, I run agency, and I create content, and I have online courses. So the more I educate people, the more people, and even like interviews like this, a podcast or live video that I did yesterday and other uh, things that I do, through these content, through, through these like content pieces, people get to know me. And then a lot of these people, it's just kind of building my personal brand and then people reach out to me for services, right? So my main sort of like the product that I sell, my main business is the service side and then the, uh, the consulting. Just monetizing by brand deal is not like my main sort of like strategy right now. If it becomes in the future, then I'll probably have different ways of you know monetizing or using it, but it's not right now. No, awesome. I appreciate that. And respectful of your time, Ali. So I just wanted to ask if there's any takeaway tips for TikTok that we haven't covered yet that you want to throw at us? Well, the biggest one I would say, um, you know, um, so you are too, you're, you're a social media marketer. I, I am too, I've, you know, use all the platforms. Um, extensively LinkedIn, you name it, Instagram, Pinterest. Um, TikTok is the only thing I'm addicted to, to be honest. And the reason, the reason I say that is I think it's a, they, it's a really interesting, they probably learned from Vine, they learned from Snapchat, they learned from Instagram stories. So they really created something that kind of really like captures your attention. And the reason I'm saying that is because you have the, the certain group of people they're saying there's a lot of organic reach in TikTok, take it seriously. But then there's another group that's saying uh, it's just a it's just a fad. It's probably going to go away. And who knows? It might. But there is a lot of organic reach. There's a lot of attention. It's it's growing in the example. You can go look at my account. Uh, there are a lot of like other people. Um, you can go look at uh, that Jim Malone guy, his account. Um, and you'll, you'll find like a lot of examples who are People are not using TikTok just for like dances, but they're really like educating people, which is something that you right. want to do if you want to build your personal brand or your business brand. Because to me, like if you want to build a brand, you have to educate people. The way you educate people is by creating consistent content. And then where you create content is where people are. And right now, people and attention is on TikTok. So that's kind of like the message I would. Uh, it's okay to say, hey, I looked at TikTok and it's not my main focus. It's not my number one thing right now, right? Because I just kind of mentioned in the beginning, I'm, I'm ignoring podcasts. I'm ignoring Quora. I'm ignoring like a lot of Pinterest, a lot of like, other, I'm ignoring like uh, blogging on purpose or by, by the, the, the strategy. So it's okay to pick something and say, it's not, I'm not going to focus on this right now, but it's not to me, like it's, it's, it's going to be very dangerous to just like not, look at this platform seriously and just ignore it because there's there's a lot of like uh, uh, traffic and uh, organic reach and the growth basically. And right now, like if you, all the big brands, you name it, all the, the, the uh, NBAs and NFLs, the um, Chipotles and uh, Doritos, you name it, all the big brands are advertising on TikTok. So that tells you that there's a, uh, it's not just a kind of like a, a fad platform. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty serious. So I would, my message to people listening is, do you kind of like uh, do your own? Obviously, you got some sort of pointers. Do your own research. Do your own testing. And learn from it, but don't ignore it. So I haven't looked into this yet at all because I'm, again, very, very brand new to TikTok, like just a couple weeks in. Mm -hmm. um, as far as their ad platform, I believe it's only available to like 
bigger corporations right now or is it open to the like kind of like the everyday user now as well no it's only to the bigger uh, brands right now so you have to have that's a, yeah that but that's how you know even in the beginning of sort of instagram and that's how they kind of like beta test all these things right and then once they have all the kinks removed and they roll out to people who um the diy people or you know uh, the small and medium business owners um so when when do you anticipate that when do you estimate that that will be out ooh good question i I think it's going to the way the the growth is happening and how people are kind of like flocking to TikTok. I personally and again just personal opinion, I think that probably this year late in the fall or end of 2020 um is when they're going to be because right now they're doing they're bringing all the big people, they're Dr. Phil's and Kardashians and you you name it, right? So they're uh they're going to like uh, mainstream media, they're bringing all these people and all these brands on the platform. So the next step for them is going to be um really uh, you know just just give this access to you know everyday users and you know really they they do have um something that they're doing really well on so for example on instagram we're only able to put one link in the bio i mean there are ways to do ads and story links and other ways but on tiktok you're able to put links in your set individual videos to which like, is, I'm a huge fan of. Yeah, which and right now it's only to I believe they're only doing it Yelp link and uh, Wikipedia and TripAdvisor and even in, they're even testing some accounts have access to all three, some to two, some to one. But it tells me they're testing all these things. So if they kind of like that, that's going to be a really interesting feature because imagine if you are a local restaurant and you have a Yelp page and you are teaching people how to cook different recipes on TikTok and you're building an audience, you can drive traffic directly to your Yelp pages and maybe eventually to your website. So there's a lot of like uh, opportunity. It's so gonna be a very, yeah, it's gonna be a very interesting strategy once um, once it gets fully rolled out. It's, it's gonna be just, I, I, you know, you hit it on the head when yeah. you said like, it's just a very addictive platform because they understand human psychology so well. Yep. We have short attention spans. We're looking for viral entertaining content. We're looking for that gratification <laughs> and that validation. And I mean, it is like the designers are legitimate geniuses, but Ali, thank you so much for sharing such solid advice. I'm gonna be tagging you in our Facebook group, Social Media School with Sonia Kelji, so people can ask more questions there and connect with you directly. But if they're not in the group, where can they find out more about you? So it's my website is isocialu.com. And then you can look me up, name Ali Mirza, A-L-I-M-I-R-Z-A, number two, number K on all platforms, TikTok, LinkedIn, Instagram. So Ali Mirza 2K.